and we're back for episode four. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you hear who it is? Who is it? Who is it? Take a guess. So this week's guest, she's. Hmm. How do I describe her? Mm. She's my duet partner. She introduced me to my favorite wine, Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know. She also has a big head like me. The biggest. We bond. We bond. What else? Oh, the list really does go on. What else? I mean, hmm. our love for music and musicals. Musicals. We'll get there, though. We it's will a part get there. That's a part of um, the episode. It is. It is. When you agree. Her name is Annie Maynard. Oh, my God. Yay! <laughs> I am on Exaggeration Station. She's, she's on it. And I would like to say, so we had last week, I talked about how we need a name for the fans. And we had, we had someone write in. Haley Pyle, sorry not to call you out Haley, but she did Haley. say, yep, she did say that you guys need to be called the, what did she fucking say? Now I can't remember. What's a name for people who ride like the train? Passengers. She was like, oh my God, you need to call your fans the passengers. I was like, bye. I'm, t- I'm telling them. So if you guys want to be called the passengers, go ahead. Feel free. That is literally the perfect name. <laughs> so thanks Haley. Maybe like, never mind. I can't- Oh my god, stop. The exaggeration it. passenger. <laughs> you need to like tie it back into the I know. the dramatic side. It's hard. But like Haley was really popped off with that. I know. She Not was thinking. Lie. She was thinking. She's a gem. So yeah, this week we're doing an episode with Annie Maynard. And you know what I was just thinking? So I feel like certain people, you have to say their last names. Like, and you're one of them. Like, it's Annie Maynard. It's not just Annie. You know what I'm saying? Like, Annie Maynard. So, and I'm one of those, too. Like, yes. it's Sydney Lombardi. And yes. we, we're kind of going through a crisis because, you know, yes. we're going to get married in the next year. And it's like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Like, our last name's going to change. And that's, like, our identity. So, we're kind of going through a freak out. Do you want to touch on that a little bit? I do because Sydney and I have always, um, you know, identified with our last mm-hmm. names and really taking pride. Sydney mm-hmm. in high school actually said she was n- not going to take whoever her husband's last name was because she loved Lombardi so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm, 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 f- I'm feeling that now as well as I'm getting, you know, as I, you know, we're going to talk about this, but like I'm in a yep. serious relationship. Sydney's engaged. Like we are literally not going to have these last names forever. And it makes me very, very like sentimental, but also yeah. it's like so exciting. But our last names are in my opinion because it's like Lombardi main like you can't duplicate <laughs> no but you no I know it's but like you understand it, it is it's like a grief yeah and I've actually seen multiple women go through this and we can t- we can touch on this too but like they literally grieve like their childhood and their and their name and their family because like it's it's your parents name like it's your life like you grew up with like I think about it all the time. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to get married, and I can't wait to change my name and get married. But then it's like, oh, my God, you are literally grieving mm-hmm. and losing that part of your life, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, my God. But it's it's a very bittersweet. Well, bittersweet. yeah, it's like something I haven't really thought about yet. Maybe, like, it'll come when it actually happens. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I haven't thought about that at all. That's, like, the last part I'll have of mm-hmm. myself. It feels like you're not you anymore, I guess. Like, you're – 
I don't know. Like, you're just a whole different person, even though you're not. Yeah. Yeah. So then what? Like, I don't know. That's really freaky to think about. Like, that is you. And now you're going to have a different name. Like, that's like, that's like the movies where they change their name and move across the country. Like, that's what it feels like, honestly. Uh, Like, you're telling me I'm not Sydney Lombardi. What? What? Which is really weird. I don't know. That, that really is a trip. Sydney Eckle. Like, okay, I'm not bashing his last name. Love it. (laughs) But what I'm saying is. Lombardi is iconic, it is. okay? It is. Oh, it's gosh. Crazy. And Maynard? I know. No, like, it's, it really is freaky. And I'm going to need some advice from people who have gone through that because that, especially if you have an iconic last name. Like, yes. if you have, like, an average, no offense, but, like, if you have an average last name or, like, a last, no, seriously. But, like, if one that doesn't really mean anything and you're just kind of, like, whatever, or, like, one that you don't like. Yeah. It's fine. But, like, if you have one that you love, it's like you're losing a part of you that you really love. Yeah. It's like, what is Sydney Eccle? Who is Sydney Eckle? Like, what's she going to be like? Yeah. It's yeah. like, is she going to be different? I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? It's something that men don't have to go through. Mm-hmm. And that's where, again, I have so much respect for women. Because mm-hmm. we go through so much more, I think, when it comes to, like, marriage and kids. And, I mean, obviously, like, yeah. just the whole thing. And it's like men don't understand like they get to keep that name mm-hmm. most of the time mm-hmm. you never know amen yeah so Crazy. let's touch on how we met Annie Maynard oh my god let's go <laughs> how did we meet before Sydney? I call you by your new last name which oh look at that leaner but you know <laughs> how did we meet oh my gosh good question that is like a great question wait actually how did we <laughs> all I know is I was a, a newbie at mm-hmm. Alton High School. Yep. Um, I was a private school girly, mm-hmm. and I came in, <laughs> and I went to Alton High for one reason only, and it was the reason I met Sydney. Yep. And it was for singing slash choir slash musicals slash all of all You of heard it above. here first. We're choir girls. Choir girlies. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Sydney and I were, like, really cool at freshman year because we were in advanced choir. Sure are. There was a general <laughs> chorus, and we were in advanced. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Sydney and I Don't are talk to us. great vocalists. <laughs> um, and we met in advanced choir our sure freshman did. year. Mm-hmm. And then we made concert choir sophomore year because, again, we were iconic and super good at singing. Mm-hmm. And then we also did celebrations together, which was the singing dancing choir, mm-hmm. which everybody Best has made memories. fun of us for multiple Don't times. Care. Sydney and I literally did not give a flying F. Celebrate good times. Come on. No, on God could do the whole dance. We will be singing on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Get ready. Yes. But I I feel like that was the best memory because I always tell Cam this. You probably tell Cody this too. But like when we say we were choir kids, like we I I'm always like, Cam, no. We were the cool choir kids. And he's like, yes. he's like, no, that's what every choir kid says. No, <laughs> no, you don't get it. You don't get it. We were friends with everyone, okay? Yes. And I don't mean that in a, oh, we're better than everyone else. No, like we were, we had the best time yes. is what I'm saying. Like we could literally be friends with every friend group and have a good ass time with every single friend group, no yes. matter how popular, how, whatever you come from. Yes. Love everyone. Yes. Love every and choir. I think Alton High was, mm-hmm. was an exception mm-hmm. because I mean, we literally had like athletes and like just normal like I don't know it was not like these like choir kid like you know stereotypes that you see in the movies like we were like just like 
we were chill. Like, we had a really good group of people. And, like, mm-hmm. honestly, you know, like, all, like, the popular kids from Mountain High will probably listen to this and be like, no, you are really weird. But, like, I don't really care. <laughs> like, we were weird because we were, like, they probably thought we were weird because we were in choir. But I don't, I don't care but because choir was, was so, fun. so much fun. And I, I literally tell Cody that all the time, too. He was like, no, you, you had to be weird. Like, it the choir matter. kids were weird at my school. And I'm like, well, they weren't weird at all. Hi. I don't care. It was, it was different. So fun. It was so much fun. Cindy and I ended up doing the musicals our junior and senior year, which mm-hmm. we did not do our first two years of high mm-hmm. school, and Too it was scared. the best decision ever. We yep. got to be, we got to be, tell them, we got to wear wigs that did not fit our heads. Nope, no, they didn't. Period. Mm-mm. If we could Mm-mm. insert a photo through podcast, we would, we would because it's iconic. Maybe that'll be the cover photo if we really oh. want to do ourselves dirty like that. Oh my god. <laughs> You guys would be in for a treat. I don't know if I'll go that far, but maybe I will. Maybe just like a like a cropped version of it. Maybe like give them a sneak peek. Yeah, like maybe I'll put it on the story for like an hour and then Ooh. delete it. You know, mm. you really want to we'll know see. what we're talking about? You can just like, you know, give them a keep sneak an eye peek. out. Yeah, yeah like keep an that. eye out. I like that. Me too. But <laughs> it's like, you, I I agree with that though. Like. It doesn't matter what you were in. I'm telling you, the best memories in high school were choir. And you can make good memories out of whatever you were in in high school. But I feel like, I don't know. I remember in our, like, freshman and sophomore year, we were in, like, the advanced choirs, which meant we were in with, like, the seniors. So we were in with, like, people that were four years older than us. Uh Because we were fire. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But we were like trying like we wanted to be good we wanted to be with like the good people like we weren't just like i don't know like we were giving it our all we were were trying to pop off yeah so then we were like friends with the older people and it made us feel cool and like then like we would be talking to the older boys (laughs) like getting attention from the older boys and then we would go perform like in our little like uh what was it called show choir groups and we'd be backstage with the boys and it's like we thought we were so cool but it's like no you really were in choir but like we were I mean it was cool to us okay we were having a great time and no regrets but yeah musical same thing with musical we were like let's try out like we're not scared anymore like we're in we're in the top choir let's go did not care and guess what we would just be laughing backstage for hours. All they told us to do in choir and in musicals was to be quiet because me and Annie would not shut up laughing the entire time. So <laughs> we got pulled out multiple times mm-hmm. and like, we were not bad kids. Sydney mm-hmm. and I were good kids, but like we would not shut up, mm-hmm. especially when we were around each other. Mm-hmm. Like we, pff, there was just no going back, no going back. Mm-hmm. And our senior year, Sydney did get a lead role. I just want to preface. Stop. She got Madame Thenardier <laughs> in Les Miserables. <laughs> and it was a blast. I was a prostitute. Sure was. Sure was. Thank you. You know Annie. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Such a, such a whore. Such a whore. You know her. <laughs> no, such the opposite. <laughs> but no, I, I I'm just thinking of a specific instance. Um, one time me and Annie were in choir, and we were like the leaders. You know, we were the seniors. Of the alto section, by the way. Yeah, altos, by the way. Oh. Don't don't forget that, okay? Mm-hmm. We do have a lower range, if you will. But we can do it all. If you want to put us in the soprano section, we can do that, too. <laughs> and okay. I just remember the choir director. I'm not going to name any names, but y'all know if you know. You should know. And, <laughs> and he went ahead and said, Annie and Sydney, why don't you go ahead and step outside? So we stepped on outside, and he was like, you guys are the leaders of this choir, and you're acting irresponsible, and you're being loud and laughing, and I need you guys to get it together so you can be leaders. And Annie, 
what did we do after that? I kind of forgot. Did we just, we just like didn't care. we literally were just like, oh, I almost said it. I almost said the name that shall not be named. Don't say the name. It's a traumatizing name. It is for us. It is. Ruined our senior year. Anyways, we were just like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Cindy and I are the leaders, and mm-hmm. nobody cares what we do. Amen. To be honest, we're seniors, and we're gonna have a good time. We're have a good time. No matter what. No matter what you say. No matter you what. Know? No matter what. And honestly, that was just the start and the bloom of Cindy and I's friendship. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. well, we did go to the same college. We sure did. Do people know this? I think they, I think they might. Like, me and Annie, so yeah, high school, yeah. boom. Choir, live, laugh, love, oh. besties. Yeah. Then, college. Yes. It's like we're still friends, but mm. we're like that's when everyone's doing their own thing. So everyone's a little more distant. Navigating. And like, you know, in the last episode I was talking about how me and my friends, we go through phases. Yep. And but we're all still close. Yep. Like we come home from break and we're it's like we never okay. left. Yes. So it's like we go to college and one thing I didn't mention before, another thing me and Annie were in in high school was a church group and we were it was called Encounter. <laughs> Yes, and so we would go to different churches and sing, and it was all through a church. And Mm -hmm. that was also something that was very fun that people probably made fun of yet again, but was very fun. And so (laughs) let me just add, we're Christians, okay? And that's a topic today. It is a a topic for this episode. And that's something that we wanted to talk about, like, with college. So how to, like, navigate Christianity in college. Because it's hard when you're a Christian and you look like a hypocrite because you want to do college things, but you also want to represent Christianity and show that you believe in God and influence others in a good way. You want to touch on it. Girl, that was, like... That was my biggest struggle, I think, in college, and you yeah. definitely understand, was, like, mm-hmm. in high school, like, I'll say this again, like, Sydney and I and our friend group in high school, like, we we had fun, but, like, we were not drinkers. Innocent. Like, we just did not care about alcohol. We just wanted to hang out and have a good time, and we did a little, like, senior year, but, like, barely. There, our class was, like, out, like, getting literally so drunk, so high, like, we were not that vibe. No. Which I'm so glad we weren't, honestly, Same. because in high school, like... I can't imagine. But anyways, like, college was, I feel like, that time for us and, like, our friend group, like, where we all really, like, branched out and, like, tried to figure that stuff out. But, like, mm-hmm. I really struggled in my faith during that time mm-hmm. because it is. It's, you do feel, like, this image. Like, you have to have this image of yourself. You know, I love the Lord. Like, I need to show that, you know, in all of my actions. Like, and, mm-hmm. oh, my God, me going to the bar or me going to this frat party and having a drink is, like, showing that. And it's, like, I, I don't, like – I don't love that because I don't think that that's 100% true. Mm-hmm. I feel like your heart and your relationship with God is what matters. And I think mm-hmm. if you treat others the way God would want you to treat them, mm-hmm. that's what they're going to remember. Yes. Not the fact that you out were out and had a beer at a bar. Yeah. But I think you do. And again, like there are, you can read the Bible. There's many things about drunkenness. Like do not, you know, do not get drunk, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. It's, it's all for our protection because we all know what happens when we get drunk. Bad things. Yes. Bad things happen. We've all been there. Yeah. We talked about that the other day. Like, when do we fight with our significant others? Usually when Literally we're Literally intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only time that that, yes, that that stuff comes up. So, it's like, I just feel like with your faith and navigating in college, don't, I just feel like don't put so much pressure on yourself if you're thinking, like, yes. if you're struggling too because 
I and Sydney can agree, like, I went through, like, I feel like all of college struggling, just like, yeah. oh my gosh, what am I doing? Am I doing, the, am I on the right path? And it's like, God has you on the right path if you believe that he is taking you where you want to, like, if you, if you believe in him, he will give you, you know, he will lead you down the right path. And yes. I think even if there's bumps along the way, he will get you there. And, you yeah. know, I just... I feel blessed nowadays. I feel like we Same. have navigated the hardships of college. Same. And, like, those are just awkward years when it comes to partying and figuring out, like, what you like relationship-wise and, like, your friends. And it's, like, it's just awesome, too, when you actually have friends from high school who last because literally all of us have stayed so close. And Sydney talked about this in her podcast yesterday and the episode yesterday. And yeah. It's crazy. Like, you think you're going to go to college and, like, you know, meet all these people and blah, blah, blah. But, like, mm-hmm. we really stuck, like, with our f- solid, like, hometown group, which is unbelievable. Like, that's seriously so that. rare. Like, I, I tell my friends that all the time, like, my other college friends. Like, mm-hmm. who else? Like, have, do you know anybody else who, like, has, like, this tight-knit hometown group? Like, no. I feel very blessed. Like, seriously. Same. same it's crazy agreed and I feel like another thing I was thinking when you were saying that I remember like in college thinking those girls that would post like Christian stuff on their stories and then I would see them at frat parties like super blacked out drunk and I'm like girl why are you posting all of that when I see you here every night at the frat party like you make no sense so then when I would do kind of the same thing like try and show that I'm a Christian but then also go out and do like college things I would be like oh my gosh people are probably judging me the same way I was judging that person like oh my gosh she's a hypocritical Christian like whatever blah 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 but like the thing you have to realize is no matter what you're doing, if you're trying to show that you love God, you're doing the right thing. Yep. Like yep. everyone sins, no matter if it's drinking, if it's lying, okay. if it's overeating, that's yep. a sin. Like literally anything, it no matter what it is, it's yep. everyone does bad things. You're always going to be a hypocrite. Yep. So it's like, just show how much you love God the most that you can. Yep. And who really cares if people are judging you? And I mean, that's something I had to get better at because I would be the person judging those girls posting right. stuff like, girl, I see you at the frat party every night. Like, why are you doing, why are you acting like you're such a Christian follower? Yep. But you know, they're trying the best they can. You can't judge them like that. You need to be supportive. Yep. So I feel like that's something a lot of people need to work on probably. Yeah. And I don't know, just sitting in college is really hard because I would say college is the toughest time to be a Christian. Like you said, there's just so many opportunities of you just don't know what's going on. And I think there's a lot of small groups, too, in college where they just kind of pick and choose one thing to focus on, like, say, drinking, for instance. It's like if you drink, you're a bad person or like or premarital sex if you have premarital sex you're a bad person and they focus on one thing make you feel bad about it and that's it and that's the only thing they choose and it's like you can't just pick one sin especially in college yes when they're targeting college-aged people Mm -hmm. they go for those those specific things and then again it just feels like you're being targeted even more Mm -hmm. or like that you're sending that that what you're maybe struggling with you know like i i did struggle with partying and Mm -hmm. and just you know like I don't know, relationship stuff and, like, giving the time of day to boys that really I shouldn't have and, you know, that kind of thing. And, like, that's always what they try to, like, focus on rather than just, like, your relationship with God. And I feel like that's where so many churches fall short Mm -hmm. and so many pastors fall short rather than focusing on the Bible and what God has to say and what Jesus came to do. It's, like, 
oh, this is what you're doing, like you're wrong. And I think that's where so much confusion on the world is right now too. It's just like so many people just think that the church and Christianity is hateful because of how people are, you know, so adamant about their beliefs. And I'm like, it's not. Like God is love. The Bible is love. Jesus is love. And it's like we have come off so aggressive and so discriminatory because of the church, not because of Jesus and not because of God. So it's like – it's oh my god it's Amen. yes it's tough like Amen. we're in that in the like our society's climate right now it's it's hard being a christian i would say Amen. and especially when we were in college like we're not even in college anymore and i feel like we still struggle but it's different because we've we've gone through those like weird developmental phases of like yes. figuring out who we are and stuff and yes. yeah i know but i agree like i think small groups and churches need to do better yeah. and like I think they need to understand that everybody's journey is different and like all of our walks are different. And I think like you said, like the judgments, you know, everybody's on their own journey and everybody's on their own walk. And like, we can't judge people because they may be like in the process of like really like working on themselves, but they're struggling. Like they're really struggling like to stop drinking or to stop having premarital sex or whatever it is like, you know, so, but I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. I just think like, Stepping back, realizing, like, okay, everybody's on their own walk is, like, the best way to go about starting, like, to love people and to, like, really show your faith, especially in college. Especially in college. That's all I got to say. And I feel like my biggest advice right now is wherever you're at with God is where you're supposed to be. Like, I didn't go to church for a long time in college. A long time. Because I was sinning so much. I was like, church is stupid. Like, I was so far from church because I was sinning so much. I was like... Church is the opposite of what I'm doing in my life. So I think church looks ridiculous to me right now. It looks like a bunch of crazy people. Like I'm not going in there. And now that I've been going back recently, I'm like, this really isn't that ridiculous. Like how I thought. But I just want to say to people out there, like, whatever you're doing, it is a good thing. Like, if you are just praying once a week, that is better than nothing. If you're praying and that's the only thing you're doing, you're doing something. What I was doing recently before I started going back to church, I got this study Bible that is so easy to read. And I hate, I will, this is horrible to say, I don't like reading the Bible. I don't understand it. I'm not good at comprehending words I've never been a good reader Mm -hmm. this study bible my friend recommended me I can actually understand it for the first time in my 23 years and I've tried reading a million of them and that's I wasn't even going to church but I was like girl at least you're reading your study bible a couple times a week and now I'm going to church at least I'm going to church two times a month like you just gotta at least you're doing something you know wherever you're at you don't have to be doing the most you don't have to go every week but if you're doing something I'm proud of you because that's something. And God sees you doing something. He sees that you're working, at least taking the steps to get somewhere. Maybe you're not full-fledged yet, but maybe you'll get there. You're you're working towards it. And I don't know about you, but I am super excited for premarital counseling. Is that something you want to do? Because let's get into that. Because that is something I am pumped for. So Miss Sydney is um, engaged. Yeah. Okay, I am not. But soon, tell them. But. <laughs> tell them about your relationship. So, this is something else that's really cool. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I'm not going to get emotional. Oh, get emotional. No, <laughs> I have a little glass of wine here. See, we're talking yeah. about the Lord and we're having a glass of wine. And guess what? It's harmless. It is very harmless. Harmless. We love wine. Jesus turned water into wine. He sure did. Sweet. For a reason. For a reason. For a reason. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I have been dating my boyfriend Cody for a year and a half. He's iconic. Um, 
and yeah, like the one, it's probably, I don't know. I'm just like guessing, like I'm hoping it's going to happen soon. I've been telling the girls like, you know, we're getting married. Like, I love this man. I just can't wait till he proposes. It's like, you know, we talk about it all the time. So it's just, you know, whenever it happens, it happens. But, um, yeah, I, I think I want to like go back and say like with relationship stuff, you know, Sydney can also relate. Like, I feel like if you feel like you're just hitting dead end after dead end with boys, it w- like if you're the desires of your heart are true and pure and you really want the godly man or the man in your life that you know God has created for you, mm-hmm. he will come. Like, I was Period. the most hopeless person. Yeah. Hopeless. I mean, I was going on, you know, just dud date after dud date. And I was like, oh my gosh, God, when are you going to bring me my person? I am so just tired of this and like just drained. You, you understand. And it's, it's, it's hard, especially when you do have that desire for a help, like, you know, a godly man or a relationship that you, you just so badly want, like just going out and like going on date after date. And you're just like, Oh my God, like this is so awful. And like, I just am not meeting anybody that I'm clicking with. And like, you just don't feel it will, it will happen. Pray about it. Wait, be patient. It will come. I, I, I know you've probably heard that a million times if you are waiting. I did too, but it did happen for me because I trusted with God with my whole life and he brought me Cody and it really was when I was least expecting it, yep. which everybody's like, oh, that's true. so cliche. Like, no, like, legit, it was. It was amazing. That's true. Um, but, yeah, back to, like, premarital counseling, like, we totally are going to do that, too. I think it's mm-hmm. so essential, especially if you do it with, like, like a pastor. I think, of course, like, you're going to yeah. do it with a pastor. But, yeah. like, we'll totally do ours with a pastor, too. But, I mean, it's it's so good to, like, lay that foundation of faith and of God yeah. in your relationship because if that's – you know, where your heart's at, like, you want your relationship as in a marriage to be there, too, and, like, that to be a priority, and I know we're going to talk about this, too, I think, but, like, with your kids one day, like, you want your kids to have that foundation and, like, God to be an important part of their life, and so you can raise them in the church, and even if it doesn't need to be in the church, like, Cody and I have had this conversation, we can talk about this, too, like, what is it, like, what does that look look like, like, in the future for our kids, like, is it going to be the same as it was for us when we grew up, Right. who knows, who knows, but tell me a little bit about premarital counseling with you and Cam, I mean, we're looking definitely to start that soon, sooner than later, since the wedding's in about a year, so hopefully soon, but we're thinking, I don't know. I was thinking the other day, me and Annie, we've always been ready to have kids. We're very family driven. Like you could have asked us five years ago. We were like, yep, ready to have kids. Actually, we don't need college. We are ready to start a family, ready to have five kids, actually, not just one, but five. So we've always been like that our whole life. Well, not our whole lives, but you know, it definitely the past few years, like we've been talking about it forever. It feels like. So I, I mean, uh, ever since I fell in love with Cam, we talk about it all the time. We're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to have a family. We've had our kids' names picked out ever since forever, like yes. since we first started dating. Yep. And of course, when we get engaged, we're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to have kids as soon as we get married. And then we're like, wait, we should wait a little bit. Like, let's just be married for a little bit. And like reality kind of sets in. It's like, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But as of recently, I, it kind of hit me and I was like, I need to calm down. I have like a big issue with rushing into things. Like I need everything to be happening now. And I feel like 
that is just like the next step. Like I needed to do grad school. I needed to get engaged. I needed to get move into a house. Like boom, boom, boom. Like yeah. everything next, next, next. Which it's not a bad thing because all those things did fall into place and right. they were the right timing for me. Exactly. But I'm like, are kids immediately after marriage the right timing for me? Like I feel like me and Cam could use time to get really close to God and become strong, like the strongest we possibly can as a couple yep. before we have kids and then if our marriage is fire then we're gonna have a much easier time raising kids yes. and it kind of hit me the other day I was like we could make this so much easier for ourselves if we just get a lot like a way better relationship with the Lord make ourselves way stronger and then have kids instead yes. of rushing into it yes. and I was like wow look at me being so mature and Cam was like wow I'm so proud of you <laughs> And he was like, I've been saying this the whole time. And I'm like, Cam, stop. I, you know you wanted kids too. He's like, I know. But, I mean, who knows what will really happen. But it's just kind of like you have to realize you can make things easier for yourself if you just realize you you want to be strong as a couple before doing these hard life decisions, you yep. know? Like, yep. make yep. it easier, people. Yes. What they, do you think? They've literally – I feel like I see this on TikTok a lot too or just, like, in general. They say, like – your marriage should always be priority. Even yes. with your child, like when you have children, they should always come second because yes. your marriage, and of course, God, number one, God, number one, marriage second, yes. and then your children, because your children are going to benefit off of your marriage. Right. So if your marriage is strong and your marriage is healthy and you feel like you're raising your kids well in that space, mm -hmm they're going to see that and they're going to be, you know, they're going to benefit from your marriage being in that strong, healthy exactly. spot, you know? So I just feel like so many parents like are so focused on the parenting and like, oh my gosh, my kids, everything. And they're so hyper involved in their kids' lives, which yeah. is amazing. I mean, of course I'm going to be, pro we're probably going to be just, I mean, like probably. we're going to be so involved. I mean, we, we're going to be crazy oh about God. our children, <laughs> but like, but that, I, that's just, like, opened my eyes a lot because I think I, I've seen so many moms who are just, like, and dads who are just so into their children's lives that they yeah. end up not, like, like nurturing their marriage. And then that, and then that's where the kids start to see that, you know, and it, and it can, yeah. it can, like, really hurt them or just cause pain within the family relationships. And, like, I just, I think that that's a huge thing for future families for our future families and like yeah. you know and I think our parents did a great job of that as well of course I mean our parents are like Me still too. married however many years later which I is iconic for them and here we are like like with the love of our lives like it's yep. so crazy but like I just think that's a big thing like I know Cindy are just like throwing out advice tonight thank I know. you why are we so mature oh my god we are see like our high school selves if they heard us right now they'd be I'm like so proud. are you guys like okay so proud God, you guys have like boyfriends, fiancés, like this is crazy. Yeah. So I just think it's, yeah. I mean, I don't even know what else to say on that note because. I mean, I feel like I still realize things today, like even recently where I'm like, oh, this is why I am the way I am because my parents' relationship with each other is like this. Like yes. it's, that's so true. Like you yep. set the example for your kids. So why not make it easier for your kids. Show them what love is. What love is. <laughs> Annie, do we need to sing a song or what? If anybody knows Sydney and I, you know what that's for. <laughs> what else do we need to talk about? Oh my gosh. See, 
I'm gonna have to come back oh. on once I'm engaged because that's then Sydney true. and that's I can true. fully go mm-hmm. wedding mm-hmm. engagement mode. Like, let's tell them about when I found my dress. That's, <gasps> that's what, what I was that's, gonna bring up. Yes, yes. Let's wrap oh it with God. that. Let's wrap it with that. Perfect. Okay, go so ahead. let's set the scene. So, here, can I say something? Yes, go ahead. So Sydney, so Sydney had been like looking around she had been like already to some other places and she'd be like oh i found some dresses and she'd send them and we were like oh my god love love this one love this one right but like she was like just just not the one she was like annie come with me one day like just you i was like i mean of course i'm honored okay so we met at this little place in edwardsville and it was literally just the two of us and she was trying some on she's like yeah whatever out of the blue she was just like maybe we should go try out frues which if you're from a town, Alton, Illinois, you know what Fruz is. You know. And, like, honestly, Sydney and I are like, Fruz yeah. isn't, like, the vibe all the time. Like, we were like, oh, I don't know if you're going to really find much. I but you know what? Sydney yeah. worked there. Yeah. So we literally ended up going to Fruz, and you can take over. Taken away. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, like, the weirdest thing because I was so stressed with the other places I went to. Yeah. I was confused because I would tried on, like, 15 dresses. Like, everyone was giving me their opinion, and I was just kind of mm-hmm. like – Honestly, whatever everyone's telling me to do, I kind of just want to do the fucking opposite because now when people tell me what to do, I, I just want to do the opposite. That's just who I am. So I was just kind of like stressed and like, what do I like? Like, have I found the one? Like, you just kind of question everything. So I was like, I need to either like go by myself or go with one person. So I was like, Annie, let's just go. Yep. So we went to the one place, like she said, was a fail. We went to the alt. We went to brunch actually, and we're we talked for like an hour or two. It was so, so fun. fun. Got a mimosa. We're feeling nice and right. Yes. And then we show up to Fruz. Okay, so we're walking around. We're picking up some dresses. And honestly, we only. I think I picked up three. Literally, out of the whole store, there were only three dresses that I liked. Which, if you go dress shopping, that's not a lot at all. And Annie actually tried on one too. Fun fact. (laughs) But um, for funsies, for funsies, because I made her. I literally, I literally forced her to. I was like, fine. I was like, please, Annie, do do this with me so the pressure can come (laughs) off. So I try on one and it was like a big old ball gown and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so pretty. Love it. But like not the one, like it's, it's a little intense for me, but it was really pretty. And then the second one, I like put it on and I started crying and I was like, oh Lord, I didn't like, everyone was like, oh my gosh, you're going to cry when you find the dress. And I was like, why would I cry? It's a dress. Like I've tried on 15 dresses and I've never wanted to cry. Like why would I suddenly feel the urge to cry? Like I don't under, I dead serious. I never thought in a million years that I would cry putting on my wedding dress. So I put it on and I was like, she did cry. I did cry. And I was like, I look snatched. And I immediately started crying and I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I, this is exactly what I wanted. Like, I'm not going to go into detail, but Cameron cannot hear. I mean, if he can listen to your podcast, he does. Okay. Then yep. No details here. No details. But if you know my vibe, it's, it's definitely me. Yes. And yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Yep. So I put it on and I started crying and I was like, yeah, like this is what I see myself getting married in. Like, I don't see myself in all of these crazy ass things yeah. that everyone wants me to be in. Yeah. Like, no, this is me. Yeah. So then I walk out there and they're trying to put all these like extra things on me. And I'm like, no, take it off. I Literally. want the simple one too. Okay. 
and I'm like living and Annie's in the, you should see Annie. Annie's literally like Kris Jenner in the back taking photos. She's like snapping. <laughs> she's like, yes. She's like, oh my God, it's beautiful. Like literally hyping me up so much. It was amazing. Like for hours, like we were at Fru's for literally like two hours and she was there the whole time. What? And I call my family. I'm like, come up here now. Like I found the dress and my dad, mom, grandma, everyone shows up. And so Annie's just taking videos, FaceTiming people the whole time, like full on momager mode. It was hilarious. And so I was like, oh my God. I like, it was just such a cool moment to like yes. find your wedding dress. Yep. Like how weird. Yep. I don't know. It was like, I was like, wow. I, ever since I was little, who would have thought like, this is the dress I've been dreaming about oh since I was a little, little lad. Yay. And yes, like I said, I made Annie try on one too because I was like I need I need you to join forces with me so I can feel like I have a girly pop next to me so I literally did try one on tell your POV <laughs> <laughs> and it was exciting but it was, it was kind of weird because I think there was like these people over looking at me and I clearly did not have an engagement ring on and they were like what is she doing but I was like this is fun. literally the lady that like got you all the dresses she was like yeah of course go try one on. I was like okay you're like okay queen of course like okay, I, I will if you let me fine. and she sure did so I I did try one on but it was so much fun, so fun. Fruz was honestly kind of popping off because they were. obviously they Sydney were. found the dress they were. and Agreed. it is literally perfect like whenever I she cried I was like oh Sydney's not a big crier like no. you're like me like we don't really cry really, like we do we do if there's something like for real, like, like yeah, we like, actually are, like, upset or, like, intense. we're happy, like, overly happy. Yeah. And, like, she got up and she started, I was like, oh. Oh, Lord. So that's the dress. Yep. That's the dress right there. Yep. So that was kind of iconic. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm the only person here right now witnessing yeah, this. Yeah, I literally was like, oh, my God, I feel, like, bad. Like, I want everybody to be here and see this with me. Okay. And it was like, oh. No, but that was the coolest part because we were not expecting to find it that day. That like, was the best part. That And that's why I think I found it is because all the pressure was off. Yep. I was like, Annie, it's just me and you. Like, let's just go, like, for fun. Like, we were not taking it seriously. We thought we were just going for fun, like, for shits and gigs. Yes. And then, of course, that's when I find it. Yep. But that's how it should be. There should be no pressure. No like, pressure. just go for fun, yep. you know? Yep. Yep. And then now we, we've done all the planning. Annie picked out her bridesmaid dress. Yay! She's ordering them. Oh well, God. she already did. I ordered three to, for like, try on. Try on mm -hmm. And it was, like, 20 bucks. Iconic. Azazi. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Pop off. Yep. Um. So those come in in, like, a week. Mm -hmm. And then I'm so excited. I know. Oh, my God. Sydney Same. has, like, the most beautiful color scheme. Stop. The dresses are going to be – oh, my God. I'm so excited. And get ready. Next October, you'll get to see Annie in it. And me. And us. Cindy's going to be a missus. Us. Oh, my God. And Annie, coming soon, you'll see what season she picks when <laughs> she gets engaged. So get ready for it. And trust. Cindy will have me on, hopefully. Hopefully, yes. you'll have me back. Uh, For the in Annie's proposal <laughs> For episode. us to bond over our um, oval engagement ring. We're going to do... When Annie gets engaged, trust there will be a wedding planning episode. That's oh, that's when it will come out. We will go through. I I think we should have like steps. a details like a details thing. Get like into what it. What we're using like vendors, what we, vendors, websites, all, all the above that. because we know y'all would actually like probably mm -hmm. really enjoy that. If you don't like wedding content, sorry. And if you're in the STL area, you'll really appreciate it. Not the right channel if you don't like that, huh? Sorry if you're single, queen. Sorry. No, but seriously. What else do we oh have? My God. Oh, my God. Final thoughts. Final thoughts, Sid. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I don't really have any. Me neither. Let me think. Me and Annie just we have a lot of similarities, like family-wise, yeah. like family troubles, if you will. <laughs> like I'm not gonna get into it. We're not gonna do it like that. But family troubles, interests, like singing, yeah. like we just have, like the area we live in, like yes. the beliefs we have, yes. our dads, what they like, like everything in our lives are very similar. Very. Okay. Very. So Very. it just makes sense. It does. It does. And that's where we literally have bonded mm-hmm. over the years. Sure have. Different things. Different many things. different things, mm-hmm. actually, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But, and now this next season of life, we'll probably bond even more over <laughs> Medage. Medage. Medage with the rings. And that's that on that. And that's that. Period, queen. Love you guys. <laughs> No, I will be back. She really will be back. Though. I okay. will. This is so much fun. Like I, I said, like, comment, this. subscribe, everyone. Please. Oh, my God. Like, comment, subscribe. Just DM the Exaggeration Station what? Instagram. Period. Literally just DM anything you would like to see, mm. any guests you would like to see. If you want to be on the pod, <gasps> just DM, okay? Do a request moment. Seriously. I love it. Do a request. Yes. And you will be featured. Oh, my God. You do need some, like, intro-outro music. I do. So if you know anyone, let me know. Maybe Cindy and I should just acapella it. Okay. What should we you going to make a song right now? What is it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to follow my lead. Station. Station. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.